Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Modern Health with Dr. Jane. Today I have Dr. Jack with me. Uh, thanks for being here, Dr. Jack. Why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you do, who you serve? Yeah, I'd be honored. So um, I'm, I'm Dr. Jack Kunkala. I am in New York. Uh, I've been noted for weight loss. I mean, I serve everybody in my community and online. Um, I, I have a hybrid model. And uh, I've been noted for weight loss for many years. I've written a few books on weight loss, and I started doing it in the mid-90s. Um, my first client was a, a bodybuilder, and it just kind of grew in, in that. And and that's typically what happens to the people in our space, and we get sick, and we can't figure out why, and then we we dive in deep. And, and that's what kind of happened to me, a pre-med guy, working as a paramedic, um, master's in clinical nutrition, PhD, doctorate in, in natural medicine, and you know, everything just kind of explodes from there. You get out of college and you, you, know, you just want to save the world. And so it leads into, you know, all the energy medicine and all the energy clearing and all the, you know, the emotion codes and all these different things. And you, you learn from mentors all over the place. And, um, you know, then I started teaching foundational medicine for cell core and then it just, it just keeps blossoming, you know, so it's kind of, it's kind of what I live for is helping people, but yeah, I've been noted for weight loss for many years. I love it because it's a really big topic. I mean, obviously I'm in the space of fertility, but um, I think we align in a lot of things in terms of how we look at whether it's weight loss, whether it's fertility, usually there's a root cause. There's something that's preventing the body from you're putting in a signal, but it's not, it's not commuting. So I'd love first to know, how did you get into weight loss? Uh, you know, I've met you in person, big fit guy, takes care of some while. How did you get into the space to be known for that? Uh, so, in um, I was a mess in high school, to say the least. I was a rock star, partier, did it all. Um, kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I was just I was a mess. So, people that knew me in high school knew the the mess of, of what a mess I was. So, I graduated high school, and I, I always think it was my mom praying for me because I think, like, I remember leaving high school, like my brain isn't working. I'm like, what what am I doing with my life? Like no clue. I was just, uh, you know, completely out there. And then um, I, I think by the grace of God, I just kind of just said like, you're done. Like I just went from partying, drugs, alcohol, uh, 1995, done everything. Never looked back, lost, you know, 99% of my friends and uh, didn't care. I just, I didn't care. Um, so I started getting into uh, uh, bodybuilding and uh, when I looked into the sport, I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to compete with these guys. I'm, I'm a little dude. I'm not like, I don't have these huge muscles. And then I realized there was natural bodybuilding. So I didn't, I didn't know that. So that oh, I'm like, wow, you don't, you don't have to take steroids. I can compete with these people. Um, so that was just a, a long, 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 like 15 year journey with weightlifting. Um, but as I got going into that, I love nutrition. And so I would study, read all the nutrition books. Um, like I really knew a lot about nutrition and I knew a lot about getting people in shape, um, with specific workouts. So I, I read all the Arnold workouts and I, I learned all the stuff from the bodybuilders. Uh, and then I realized a lot of that stuff just makes people sick. Um, so <laughs> that's how I originally got into it. I, I prepped a bunch of people to get ready for shows, uh, turned professional myself, got on some like kind of cool podcasts back in the day when their podcasts were just like popping up on bodybuilding.com and, so I was like the natural podcast, you know, cause all the other guys were on steroids and they're, you know, they're double the size of me, but I could get in shape. It was horrible getting in shape, by the way. Yes. Uh, my last show, uh, Jack's 15, my oldest. And I remember putting him to sleep 
and I was behind in a show and I would do a cardio for two hours straight at like nine o'clock at night. I mean, it was just, it was a complete nightmare um, and not a fun time in my life. And I got, I got even sicker from doing that um, coupled with the stress of um, working on an ambulance, being on call 24 hours a day, uh, everything just tanked. My hormones went downhill. So I started getting out of the bodybuilding space and into the health space. So then, you know, fast forward, you know. Then, so can I, cause that's amazing because I had a journey of also like wanting to lose weight and I looked up to bodybuilding because I loved the way that they felt, looked, but I didn't want to do the, like, there's something intuitively in me. It's like, I don't want to eat broccoli and, you know, steamed broccoli and steamed chicken for three meals a day or starve myself or whatever. And like, can you make the connection for people here? Because there's a lot of people who put themselves through some really torturous routines, whether it's nutrition, whether it's exercise, because it's this break between if I look this way, that must mean I'm healthy, where it's not really the case. That's what you're right. That was your experience. Yeah. So I'm I'm known I'm known as a guy who's bridged the gap. Like, let, let's understand the mTOR pathway. Let's understand how we create hypertrophy or, or muscle gain in the body, um, but do it healthy and do it while you could anti-age. And, there, and it's a, it's a fine line. Yes. With, um, so uh, what I do find is a lot of people are overtraining, then they're under eating under, oh, you know, then they're overstressing. And then what happens, cortisol goes to the roof, they can't sleep. And this is a typical pattern. Um, you know, the next thing you know, they're, they're not sleeping, cortisol's up, stressing all the time, not ready for the show overtraining, under eating, and then your metabolism goes done. Like it just gets into that starvation mode. And then they're like, you know, I, I, I do, I, I, should I just keep increasing cardio? No, like you have to eat more. No, I'm not going to eat more. I'm like, no, you, you have to stop cardio. You have to slow down on weight training and you have yep. to eat. More. So I actually muscle test for a lot of those different things as well. Um, I use iMate technology where we could look into the genes and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, but it, you know, it's understand it's really understanding the human body and how, how your body makes muscle, how your body burns fat and when to hit the gas pedal, when to hit the brake pedal. Um, so as you know, from cell phone muscle testing, we have a vial called adenosine triphosphate and it's just uh, MG adenosine triphosphate, which is magnesium adenosine triphosphate. So there's no, there's no blood test or blood work for this. And um, you could, you could see like how well the energy is um, producing in people's cells. So when I evaluate people and I'm looking in their body, um, and, and my, my testing is a little bit different than everybody's because I'll, I'll go through like all the organs and then I'll do kind of like cell core stuff, which is foundational. Foundational means like, what are the toxins and pathogens in the body that immediately need to be pulled out of the body? So I get all that information and I'm checking into the ATP. And the ATP, we give it a number in our head. We talk to the other than conscious mind, which is 95,000 times stronger than our conscious mind. And we ask a yes, no question. You can't ask the yes, no question. I'm like, uh, am I going to hit the lotto? Am I going to build this business? That's not, it's your body, right? We're, we're, we're in this like meat suit and our, our spirits in us. And, and that's where we are right now. And there's, and we have energetic bodies that go all, like all out from us and stuff. So, um, so then I'll, I'll, I'll dig into these numbers and I'll get these numbers on paper and then I'll be like, okay. Is there any things emotionally blocking them? And then I ask, what system do I use to clear these things? Is it pure like energy? Is it like things on them that's not supposed to be there? Are are they stuck emotions from what time frame? Um, and and so even like stuck emotions, they're they're in they're not in this physical meat, but it's outside of your body. 
So I can almost see them now and I, and I pull, I clear them for that, for people um, remotely or in person, it makes no difference. Yep. Uh, so then, so then we are getting this big picture, but a lot of times what happens is if, if I'm looking and I know I, I've talked about this MGATP vial, um, it's tanked. It's just low. Uh, and it, you know, it should be, you know, 900, you know, thousands, the best, like it should be high. And I'm getting people at, at 80 and 40 and it's like, oh my God, are you living? I'm like, do you think that like, I haven't been able to think in years. And, and I'm like, oh, you cannot exercise right now. We, we need you sleeping. Like then, then I start going into lifestyle. Is it a sleep issue? Is it a stress issue? Is it a, you know, then just start, you know, getting solutions to build that ATP up so they can get out of what we call weight loss resistance. Which is um is and if you if you see me speak at all, it's on the cell danger response. It's what happens is you're instead of the mitochondria making energy in the cells. So mitochondria you have ten thousand per brain cell, five thousand per heart cell, five thousand per liver cell, around two thousand in your muscle tissues per cell. You have three hundred trillion cells in your body, right? So we have I don't know how many mitochondria that is. Way An insane amount, yeah. Maybe yeah. more than bacteria, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't even count. Yeah, and actually, mitochondria is an ancient bacteria. I don't know if you you saw the revolution on that, but very weird stuff. Um, instead of them making energy in your cells, they come outside of your cells and they tell the cell next to them they're in danger. So they get a new job, and then their new job is keeping you protective. You get inflammation in your cells, and then things don't work anymore, right? So thyroid doesn't get converted into the active thyroid, and like, oh, you get all these issues. But it, what, when you get a clear picture of what's going on energetically and physically, toxins and pathogens, nutrition and lifestyle, then you could unpack it for people in a way that they could just, they don't have to think about it. Like, hey, just do this. Okay, that's easy. Change this. Oh, that's easy. Like, you know, that's that's weight loss. And it, it's some people it just takes longer. Some people it, it, it clicks easy. But to yeah. get you out of a, like a true tr cell danger response, it takes it takes some time. Um, it's like with your job, there, there's no way if somebody can't get pregnant for 20 years, they think you're going to, you know, fix them in a month. That's not how that works. Totally. Yeah. I, I don't know where I, I think I saw, I was like, if you suffered with something for like six years, you have to give yourself at least half the time. And mm -hmm. I don't know how much it, that it is true, but like also depending on the severity of the issue. And that doesn't mean that it takes half the time to feel better. But if you're trying to reverse some chronic conditions that have maybe potentially turned on in the womb, like endometriosis and PCOS, all those things, the exposure and toxins and the research that we see in that. It's like, yeah, this is not like a, here you go, take CoQ10 and your mitochondria is going to work well now. <laughs> Will you tell me a little bit about muscle testing? Uh, you know, what it is, how it works. Yeah. So muscle testing going to be in person where you're pushing an arm and you're looking for a yes, no response. And there's a lot of different types of muscle testing um, techniques. Um, you know, like nutrition response tests and advanced kinesiology and these types of things. Those are like, you know, some of the, the older school and, there, and there's, you know, there's probably 30. Right. And I try to learn as many as I can of them um, just to see like, oh, this works better for here. Like, oh, nutrition response testing does all these organs, but they don't talk about, you know, um, vitamin points and, you know, digested points. And like they're missing that point, you know, oh, the lymphatics actually there, not here, you know, so you, you put all these systems in, but it's a yes, no response. And if you're pushing on an organ, so if I push on this organ, there's a problem. And this is normally a strong muscle, your arm will be weak. So it's always just, it's, it's just, it's a simple concept. It's a yes, no. Is this arm strong? Is this arm weak? And you as the, as the provider, um, you set the intention of what that is. Cause you could do it the opposite. You know, a strong arm is is a weak muscle, is a weak organ. You can set the attention, you know, because you're 
you could you're as a healer um as a healer you have to be healed there's all these rules you have to have good intentions um you can you can communicate with the other than conscious mind like i said it's just so much more powerful than the conscious mind but it can't communicate it doesn't speak right it, it's not how that works it doesn't speak it's it's very intelligent it makes every cell in your body move and talk and it's it's incredible um so it's a yes no response and you go through the organs and then with cell core muscle testing we actually just use vials that are stressors so we like to say that people like, you know, you are superwoman or you're Superman and this is your kryptonite and their arms are like wobbling and we can put vials way outside of their energy field this big and their arms wobbling. Like, what is that? I'm like, that's your kryptonite. That's what we got to get out of your body. Yeah. So muscle testing is a non-invasive way to check out the other than conscious mind. Some people call it the autonomic nervous system because you technically are running through the autonomic nervous system, the parasympathetic and and sympathetic nervous system, uh, but it is. But when you learn muscle testing at a deeper level, you'll see that it, it's not just that at all. Yeah, and I mean, how did you? So back to kind of your story, you crashed bodybuilding, and then like, how long did it take you to build out of that and restore and compete? Or I don't know, did you compete after that, or did you? You know, I got sick in the mid '90s. I got myself back with nutrition, and then again in like the 2000s after competing. Um, yeah, I, I, I turned professional. Oof, that was 2007. And, um, that's when I really beat myself up too much, way too much, um, way overtraining, you know, eating the bland foods, nutritional deficiencies, not understanding how the body works completely, you know, yep. thinking I did, but I didn't, you know, um, when, when you're young, you just yeah, think, totally, yeah. I know everything. You actually know nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I, I have two two teenagers, so um, I know that feeling because they know everything. But uh, yeah, so I crashed. Um, it took me a while to get out of it. I, I saw three different uh, functional medicine docs. Spent a lot, a lot, a lot of money. They didn't help me. It was a lot of it was a lot of lifestyle things and nutritional things. And that's when I really started getting into um, clinical nutrition. I, I finished that degree. That helped me a lot. I, I studied a lot of Eastern, Western, or a lot of the Eastern medicines you know, the Chinese medicine and all that kind of stuff. And so I started incorporating that. And then um, I started getting into quantum nutrition and quantum healing um, through the college. I went to quantum university. Uh, so I started incorporating that stuff. And then, you know, one thing leads to another. I learned, you know, this muscle testing technique and this one. And and I remember starting muscle testing, you know, many years ago. I was like, oh, this is so weird. Like I do this and I touch this. I'm like, what is that? It, it took me a what long time. Happening? Yeah. <laughs> Your brain can't comprehend it. Yeah, it took me a long time to wrap my head around it. So this was like a long progression. I mean, I would say my lowest low was, you know, my, I remember my testosterone being in like the hundreds and I was low and I was wow. just low energy. My adrenal glands were completely shut down. My thyroid stopped working. Um, I started losing all my eyebrows and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh no. Um, so I had to unpack, I had to unpack that. And they just wanted to put me on, you know, all these meds. Uh, and I tried it for like a short amount of time, did nothing. So I'm like, okay, this is crazy. I, I didn't, they wanted to put me on a lot of like antidepressants and stuff. I'm like, I'm, I have nothing to be depressed about. I don't need an antidepressant. It's not going to help me. So I was, I was at least, you know, knew I didn't need that. Yeah. But you said the functional doctors weren't able to 
help you and like any ideas to why like do you think that was more of a unique or you stopped searching and you just went on to yourself because I find that that's a big like message for my kind of listeners and clientele is like hey not everybody's going to be able to help you but it is your responsibility to keep searching and to keep finding people so I'm curious what your journey because I went through a couple naturopaths as well until I found the one that was like well this is different you know um, I mean, there, there was a lot of energetic things, un, unresolved, you know, daddy issues growing up and all that kind of bandit issue, abandonment issues and yeah. all that that was never pulled out. There was a lot of um, underlying parasitic parasite infections, um, undiagnosed Lyme, you know, things like that, that they just, they never caught, they never tested for. Um, you know, you, just because they're functional medicine doctors doesn't mean they're, you know, asking for the right tests and, you know, sure. back, you know what the right tests were. So yep. that's, that's why I kept like looking and looking and searching and, 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 you know, that's, that's what you have to do. Like when I work with people, it's like, I'm, I, you could work with 50 other people, just let me know what they're doing. And I could compliment that. And I, I do that with a lot of patients. Yeah. We're working with one together and I actually, I love it because sometimes we get stuck, right? Like you put blunt when you're like, I don't know what the next thing is. And then someone comes in with fresh energy and eyes and different experience like try this and then boom it clicks and everything that else that you've been doing all of the sudden you know works so i i appreciate that as well yeah yeah so it's really about on you know the, the human metabolism is so in so interesting to me um you know whether it's like you know now i i, I even have the abilities to like look at people's genes with a with technology and like is this gene shut off and it, you know like um, I have no intrinsic factor in my stomach. Like I've been through all the blood work and never showed up, um, you know, and I think that was one of the reasons why I had a, a thyroid problem because I was not able to absorb any B12. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Homocysteine issues go through the roof. Um, I be nine. I, I couldn't fully, I couldn't absorb either. Like I was having all these issues and they just like, Oh, your thyroid isn't working. It was, it was never my thyroid, but you know, i now my thyroid's been on a medication for 10 years. I mean, what do I do? <laughs> I'd, I'd love to get off it, but, um, you know, I've lost enough here. A hundred percent. So tell me now, like when you're working in weight loss, is it mainly to prep people for a show? Do you still no. coach people through it at all? Or is I that something you recommend not to do for people? Um, I don't, I won't prep people for shows anymore. I stopped doing that. I'll, I'll refer them out. Um, if people want to lose weight, I, I help them all the time. Um, I, I used to do group and group classes mm -hmm. and then I was doing um, online challenges and what I realized and, you know, as like a, um, as a standpoint of like what we do, uh, it would make financial sense for me to do that. Um, but people are so different, like so different, you know, I can teach them a million. I mean, I, why I wrote my book was like, I wrote a book for the basics for people to understand, but having someone read a book and implement them is impossible. So then I realized like they need coaches, they need to be tested constantly. Uh, and, and there has to be constant adjust, adjustments. And that could be from, you know, nutrition to sleep, to stress management, to, you know, a lot of different things. Your we supplementation routine. Supplementate, huge supplementation you know, other modalities like, Hey, do you know somebody who has a sauna? Like you need a sauna. Like I'll, I'll ask those questions, you know, like I had people like you need hyperbaric, like, you know, anybody like, I don't know what that is, you know, here it is, but let me find one near you, you know, like use yep. it. It totally. just depends on what they're testing for. 
Yeah. And so it, I find the same. So like, I don't do any group. I do one-on-one because I find, you know, being in fertility, I'm like, Hey, the reason that John and Katie are not getting pregnant is different than Michelle. And, you know, I'm, I'm blanking on a <laughs> Jack on a male name, but like it, yeah. they're so it, every, every case is different. And I do find that it changes all the time as well. And so now what you're saying is like, you find that customizing is the way to essentially be able to make sure that you're moving people in the right direction as quickly as you can. Yep. Yeah. You know, and like I said, it's like, you can't work with as many people. Um, but like, I, you know, I'm, I'm 47 and it's like, I don't really, I'm not rich now and I don't really care to (laughs) work with a thousand people and be any more. And I work too much as it is like, I can get better results for people. And like, like when people get results, like that makes you happy. You know, a lot of fulfillment in that being fulfilled. And, you know, I have, you know, a million Instagram followers and I do these programs and, you know, I I know people that do those. I know a lot of people that are really like big Instagram, you know, and they, they have this following and, you know, they're doing these weight loss challenges with, you know, a hundred, 200 people in at a time. And then I'm like, you know, they'll show like two, like, transformations i'm like what about the rest of them none of them it's like two people out of a hundred like that's just playing the odds that's the person who you know just ate burger king four times a day and, and they ate a little better and you you made them better you're like that's that's not what i'm gonna do i like the faces no i love it i mean will you bust some uh like is weight loss resistance a thing will you bust some myths for us around weight loss and even myself like something that was really helpful that i spoke to you at the muscle testing event that we went to is like, Hey, how long until you start to shift or change something? If somebody is stuck, like, is it, do you give them a month to stabilize in weight loss? And you're like, no man, a couple of weeks max. If they're not, if they're trying to lose weight and they're not. And I was just like, Oh, got it. You know, cause I have different, you know, parameters for certain things as well. And that was really helpful. So I'd love to, you know, hear from an expert weight loss resistance. Is it a real thing? And then, you know, what do we, what are some myths around it? Yeah, so weight weight loss resistance is never one thing ever, ever, ever. So it's it's always a multiple, many things. It could be many things. And, then, and that's okay. So that's when you work with somebody, you want to make sure that they know the questions to ask. You know, is it a sleep issue? Yeah, it could be a sleep issue. Is it a nutrition issue? Is it eating too much food, too little food, nutritional deficiencies, toxins, pathogens, emotional traumas, past life traumas, all these, you know, things, you know, dark energy on you. Like it's all there. It's all of it. Is so is weight loss resistance a thing? Hundred percent. I mean, it happens to people all the time. Uh, it happens to females way more than guys, just because of the amount of muscle. Muscle is the number one driver of you know your metabolism. Like so, the I tell females all the time: lift, lift weights. Got to lift weights. You know, uh, my shoulders are too big. I, I promise you, your shoulders won't get bigger. I we promise you, they will not get too big. I <laughs> that's one of the things I say. I'm like, I dare you to try to get bulky. Like I just dare you to try. <laughs> So yeah, weight loss resistance is a thing. And then and there, there's a lot of myths, myths behind it. You know, a lot of people think they have to exercise like so much and they have to, you know, eat bland foods and all this stuff. And that's not the case. So first of all, eating bland foods is going to decrease your metabolism because um, food and the, the taste of food is actually a metabolic enhancer. Um, mm. So when you're eating foods that you like to eat, your metabolism increases. 
Um, and that was from the uh, psychology of the Institute of Eating, Mark David, doc, uh, um, he's not a doctor, but uh, Mark David, he's written a couple of really cool books on that, he has some cool studies. Um, so you got to kind of eat foods that you like to eat, you got to eat foods that are convenient for you, you have to like, find things that you could do every day. So it so it becomes an autopilot. Um, so, but you you build from what they need right now. Um, if somebody's, you know, drinking sugar filled coffee every day, like we, we need to figure out a better choice for that first. And then on to the next thing and on to the next thing. Like if nobody's ever, if you never worked out before, like it's, here's an at-home workout. This is what you got to do a couple of days a week. I want you to walk more. Right. But it all depends on the testing. Yep. So that's the thing with weight loss resistance. That's what people come to me for. And I'm like, look, we got to be patient, but you got to listen to what I say. Because you, you know what stinks is some people do not know. Um, and a lot of people that I don't get results for will not originally measure and weigh their food. And I'm like, you do not need to do this forever, but you need to know like what you're eating. And I, even though I'll, I'll, I can give you a list of, 3000 things that cause weight loss resistance. If you still don't know what you're eating and it doesn't have to be perfect, you're, you, we're not going to be able to get you from point A to point B. And that's a hard, that's like a hard thing. Like, Oh, I don't want to do that. I, I know I don't either. And you don't have to do it forever. But what happens is then we get them rolling on a simple, like, Hey, here's the three meals you eat every day. And they are no brainers. And then on the weekends, well, I want your calories up anyway. So go out and enjoy dinner. And like, you know, then they realize, oh, this is actually pretty easy. And then after a while, you don't even have to measure and weigh anything because you know exactly what it is. Yep. Uh, and then, then you're good for life. And that's such a valuable skill. And I'm glad that, because that's actually what I get my, I'm not in weight loss, but my whole thing is like, I can't tell you what you need to do unless I understand what it is that you're doing from day to day. And what are the things that are really bad that you're doing versus like, eh, it's okay. You know, because if I see that you've had 10 grams of protein all day and you've just been snacking, then that's probably going to be the first thing that we'll fix. And that will allow you to understand like, oh yeah, I'm eating like a cup of nuts in the morning. And it's like, why? Oh, just, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that was bad, you know, but yeah, it's, it's a really valuable skill to learn. Cause we have no, we have like this disconnect between how much food is actually like how much we're actually eating and what are the foods that we're eating. And we tend to say the good things we, we tend to say that we're doing a lot more of the good things and kind of undermine some of the bad stuff that we're doing and nothing like tracking your food for three days to show all the stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and it just it kind of creates awareness around around the things that were that they need to change, and a, and a lot of times it's just little things over time, and then those big things are things that they could do every day, and then those big all those little 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 tweaks they add up to big enormous shifts in a yep. month. Yeah, uh, and sorry, go ahead. And, and then a lot of times what happens is people will plateau, and then there's there's certain adjustments you need to make. Uh, and that, that a lot of times has, could be, could be to do to nutrition, right? So it could be, you know, like, Hey, we have to switch up the macros. Let me have you eat this and this instead of this with this, like little things like that. It could be the exercise. It could be too much, too little. And that's what, that's what we test for, you know, is the ATP tanking is like, you know, we could run through the whole energy cycle. There's something in that is like, Oh, we're in the middle of winter. now. you just need like natural sunlight, right. As you know. Get a, get a little red light therapy. You'll be fine. Like just little, little things um, that we could tweak as we go. Weight loss is, is, is not 
enjoyable to me anymore. Um, and, but I can't leave it every time I do. Um, I, you know, God's like, no, you got to do it more. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then I'll like, ah, I'm done with it. And I'll get like 10 people. I'm like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What part, what part is like not enjoyable? Well, it, it's just, it's the grind. It's the mm. grind. So you can, you can have somebody come in here and like, um, you know, oh my gosh, you, you're, you're sick because you, your, your house must have a bunch of mold. Let me ask, oh, it's in your house. Hey, you know, take these jars, let them sit here. Well, let's find out where the mold is. Let's clean it up. And like, it's easy. I mean, I, I God forbid, it's horrible for people. They lose their houses and all that stuff. But like, hey, you're getting a spoil. I, I, like I had, I had a lady who um, put on her heat the first time in the year and she came in and I tested her. I'm like, you, what, how, where'd you get exposed to mold? She goes, I don't know. What do you mean? And she was waiting at daycare for her daughter before she went home. She had this like long wide. So she put her heat on for the first, in her, her car. I'm like, can I go out and test your car? And there's, her whole car was mold. And that's how she was getting sick. She's fine all summer. And then in the winter, she puts the heat on it. It's like, oh, there's the mold. I mean, it's just, it's things like that. They're, they're simple, right? Like, oh, I've, I've had anxiety for years. Oh, I got IBSD, you know, like, or, you know, and, you know, I, I'm going to the bathroom 30 times and, you know, we pull out tapeworms out of their butts this big and then, you know, they're, they're completely fine. Like it's, their just, IBS is good. <laughs> it's gone, right? I mean, it's gone in two months. It, it's easy. Yeah. For sure. I mean, most of my, like most of my patients don't know. I know once you're a cell core practitioner, you're aware of all the parasites and all the mold, but a lot of people are not right. They're not aware of their environment and how it's making them sick. And one of the things that I noticed with weight loss and like, even for me, I had, you know, I gained, I don't know, 25 pounds, probably high school, the freshman year in university. And then I couldn't get it off. And it was IBS and tired and I was working out a lot and all that jazz. And to me, it was like a really big emotional piece that I had to work through. Cause it's like, I was just carrying this layer, you know, and I find with weight loss in general, it's like, you're, you're, you're carrying a layer of something and you have to like essentially become a new person. And sometimes it's, Hey, you just need to create more discipline and more routine and whatever. Sometimes it's like you said, more emotional stuff, but with plateaus, the question that I was like, Hey, how much of the plateau, like if someone's going through a big weight loss, like 50, 70 pounds, how much of the plateau is like an okay thing sometimes to let the body settle? Is that a, you know, is that a thing? That's something that as a practitioner, I'm like, sometimes when you go through a lot, it's like you feel too many layers and then the body's like, Hey, let me chill for a minute. Is that a thing? (laughs) What I would recommend if anybody's going through that is that's like a, a time to be like, okay, I put my body into a new set point. And what that means, it's like my, my metabolism is catching up to my weight loss and it wants to go back up to where it used to be. So give yourself some love and be like, okay, let me see what I just lost. I lost, you know, even, you know, 10 pounds, whatever. That's a lot of weight, you know, 3,500 extra calories a day for one pound of fat. So you, you think about, okay, you know, now we have, I, I, I got rid of 35,000 extra calories somehow, and I plateaued at 10 pounds. Well, let's stay on the same program. I'm, we might need it. Let me ask if I, do I need to adjust the cardio? Do I need to adjust the weights? Do I, we need more sleep? Is it a stress thing? Like, let's ask all those questions. Okay, here, here's what you got to do. You know, like, don't be, don't be impatient this week. You might not change this week, but next week you should be back on pace. So I usually, I don't let it usually go. I'll, I'll, I'll find out why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's like it could be as simple as like I need to lose weight or I need to increase cardio, I need to change my routine, or maybe I need to sleep more. There's something going on with work, or 
hey, I'm holding on to something and it's bothering me and I haven't released yeah, it. It could be you, you got slapped with that person you hate, it's energy, and you just need to like say a ancient Hawaiian spiritual prayer and just mm -hmm. to, you know, like say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Sit in a chair, relax, say it about 10 times. You'll feel the energy go off you and you're good to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, no, that's it. Easy as that. It's, um, you know, because I find for you said something that you lost 99% of your friends, but sometimes it's like, as you're going through an evolution and there's people are not going with you, that there's a lot of change that goes on, like spiritually, emotionally, you're trying to learn, you know, fit into just like becoming a different person. I find that there's a, you know, there's a growth there that has to happen. Yeah. And, you know, you know, if you're trying to lose weight and you're hanging out with people that aren't happy about that, you know, they're... <laughs> it's hard because they're going to want to bring you down. Right. And it, and I noticed that, you know, when I went through a transition of like, these guys are doing drugs and they just want me to do drugs. And I'm like, I'm not doing drugs, but they want me to do drugs. So I, I can't be around them. Like many years ago, I mean, it was 1995, you know? So I just realized I had to separate myself. It, it's not fun, but there's other people out there that'll love you. Right. For um, sure. Yeah. yeah and appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah. So that, that is, you know, if people are sabotaging your goals, you know, they're, they're very uncomfortable because you're, you're, you're moving ahead and they're not. For sure. Yeah. What, where do you feel like people get stuck in their, like, what's the most common reason people will get stuck or will stop? With weight loss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, plateaus. It's typical. It's typically in, in plateaus. They'll fall out of it and not have someone coach to coach them back to it, to come back into what they were doing that was working and then unpack the thing, why they stopped doing it. A lot of times it's all, you know, my, my husband or my wife doesn't support me. You know, my family, we just have to eat pizza together on a Friday and, you know, in Taco Bell on a Tuesday and like, you know, these things. And it's like, okay, well my kids eat not, they don't eat good. I'm not eating Taco Bell. Right. I mean, if you could just eat something else, right. You know, Oh no, but that's, I don't have time. I'm like, you can make time. Like, I bring a smoothie for lunch every day or I can't work out. We could figure it out. It's what you want to do. Uh, but, yeah. you know, it's a lot of times where people really need like accountability, support, and not like, you know, not like the support, like, oh, I'm in this weight loss group on Facebook, you know, like you got to have someone who's, who's your friend or your partner or, you know, a coach or someone who you're working with, like, hey, I'm falling off. What do I do? you know, like, here's what you need to do. You got, the, you know, like some support yeah. and motivation. There's like, a little bit of cheerleading. I think that's required, but you, I, I like we've owned a gym. My husband and I own a gym for a long time, personal trainer, like coach gymnastics before that. So like that coaching ability. And I really appreciate the person that can like, Hey, you got this, but like, here's what you need to do, Yeah, you know, it. and to help you actually get to that next level. And I find that family and friends can't really do that that's where the mentors come in because yeah. it's like they don't know you have parasites do you know what i mean mm -hmm. <laughs> and like that's the thing that's preventing you from losing weight yeah and a lot of parasites will mess up your metabolism horribly yeah for sure yeah what's like the like a share a cool case with us that a magical case if you will <laughs> yeah i don't i don't love magical cases but i do love um like the, the stories where it's like, there's no way this girl is losing weight. So um, 
Kelly, she's uh, 62, uh, works as an accountant. That's job was working around nine to 10 hours a day. Like she just sat there and typed big corporation, always behind super stress, hip issue, hard to walk, lives with her elderly mom, has to come home, take care of her when she's not taking care of her. She worked at this card store and, you know, you know, worked three, three nights a week at the card store and, um, was dating and, you know, still wanted to go out to eat and all these things, you know, no time, no energy, six hours of sleep. Um, did not feel comfortable in the gym, like that type of person. Those are like, and if they could do it, anybody could do it. So she's like, hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> what do I got to do. So we just tighten up her diet, small little changes here and there. She made certain times to work out. It wasn't the like best way, uh, but she got three to four workouts in every week. She made that more of a priority. Um, we really worked on stress, prayer, meditation, you know, that type of thing. When she went out, you know, let's talk about what you're eating when you're dining out. Here's some better choices, you know, still enjoy your time. You need to be out with people. Like, so we, we unpacked that and she lost 42 pounds, uh, in less than a year. Um, and, and she wasn't, if I remember her numbers correctly, I should have looked this up. Um, I think she lost 42 pounds, but she wasn't like, I think she came in at like 175. Yeah. So if somebody's um, 250, 280, it's easier, right? Totally, you know, yeah. And she was shorter stature, she, you know, um, and wasn't a spring chicken either. Um, so we, we've had a lot of, I've had, um, I had a really, oh, this was an interesting case. I had a la lady lose um, 20 pounds in a month and her, she, her kidneys were filled with parasites. So what was happening is she was having extreme lymphedema, like where her legs were like, I mean, they hurt, I felt bad for her. Like you could see when she walked, like and she was in pain. I'm like, yeah, she was waddling. Why wow, hurt? Yeah. And she was in pain and like, couldn't lose weight, did all the, you know, they come in, I did, I did that diet and this diet and this, then I worked with this trainer and that trainer. I'm like, something's going on. And then I'm like, whoa, like you have, a, I, I, th I think it might've been, I think it was like a, like a hookworm, roundworm type of thing. I can't remember exactly. Sure. Um, it, it was like one month. She suffered a little bit. She's like, what is happening? But um, she lost 20, like 20 pounds in a month. Um, it yeah, because it was mostly like water and inflammation, right? From all the lymphedema. And then of course there's some adipose tissue that's going to come with that. But mm -hmm. I, I don't, what is your rule of thumb in terms of like fat versus, because I've had some cases and I'm not in weight loss, but if I put someone on, you know, inflammation and drainage support and all that. And all of a sudden they lose 10 pounds in a month. And they're like, uh, what happened? Like, I, I wasn't even trying, you know, I didn't change my diet or lifestyle to me. It's like, yeah, it was just all this excess water you were holding on to versus yeah. like adipose tissue. Yeah. You, you, um, so my book is called it's fat loss, not weight loss. You, you, you got to focus on losing fat primarily. Uh, but that was, that was a, a pure lymphatic swelling issue. Um, she wasn't draining her water. She was like basically drinking water. It wasn't coming out of her body. Um, so that was just, that was just kind of like a, a, a freakish case. Um, I, uh, another lady who was like, she's, in, she's actually married now. I'm engaged and we go out twice a week. I'm not changing my lifestyle. I'm not changing my diet. So like, I'm like, all right, well, you know, don't expect the world. Um, and, and she's like five, I think she's five foot exactly. So, you know, shorter in statue, um she's late late 50s uh that was another one it, within three months i believe she was down 38 pounds 
um you know just just but it was shifts it was like like yeah. here, and she was working out every day has this on at home thought she was eating good it wasn't it was a nutrition thing it was a stress thing it was some stuck emotion thing you know um it was unpacking a few different things it was the wrong type of workouts for her uh at the time so there was just like some little things she's like oh i could do that like it was just simple things she's like you know i'm going out to dinner this week i'm like yeah hey, i know you, you tell me every week you go a couple of <laughs> every week you're telling me you're going out for dinner don't worry about it yeah so i i structured her um you know, her nutrition a little bit differently on the weekdays to account for the, 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 the shift on the weekends. And that's okay. That's fine. We got to live your life. Socialization is so important. Yeah. I, it's funny. My professor used to say, you'd rather eat a hot dog with a friend than a salad alone. Sometimes yeah. we got into a phase and it's like, no, I can only have my salad and I have to stay home and I can't go out. But it was like creating more bloating and indigestion and bitterness. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then more emotional eating after the salad. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry. I one of the things that I'd love to touch on, because that was like one of the reasons I got into naturopathic medicine is because um, I like maxed out the diet and exercise and I was still not losing weight. Mm. And I think there's a lot of people who get like, you know, this is when you get qualified or classified into the weight loss resistance. Like, what are all the things that are really, because you've touched on energy, emotions, blah, but like, can you categorize them a little bit more for people? So they, if you're putting an effort in nutrition and exercise, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing that, but you're probably missing, you know, X, Y, and Z to really help things move in the right direction. Yeah. So let's, let's unpack them a little bit. So, you know, the first, if we, we look at this kind of big picture, the first thing is like your nutrition, like we, we got to figure out like what's happening when you're, are you eating too late? Are you not fasting at all? You know, are you eating 24 hours a day? Are you eating six meals a day, but you don't have enough muscle to be eating six meals a day. You're not allowing, you know, for metabolic flexibility and burning fat in between meals. Like, are you eating too late at night? Like it's so like nutrition is a big spot. Sleep, like sleep is a massive thing. Like, Oh, I sleep next to my cell phone every night. Like, is your internet on? Shut your internet up. Get rid of your cell phone. Get outside in the morning. Like, okay, so then we we have the sleep. So we have nutrition. We have sleep. Stress management. What are we doing for stress? Oh, I'm stressed through the roof. I'm like, okay, what, what are we going to do about it? Like, is it prayer? Is it meditation? Is it exercise? Is it, you know? And then it's like, okay, let's get on to the exercise. So what, what are we doing for exercise? There's three types of exercise. There's non-exercise, you know, the, the movement, non-exercise, active thermogenesis, knee, you know, there's cardio, there's weight training. Like, what are we missing in there? And how do we find a workout that you'll do, right? So that, so we're, we're getting into this, like, huge lifestyle pieces. And that's why I wrote, I wrote a book. I'm like, here, look, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, here's what you're doing. Here's what I think you're doing wrong. This is my suggestion. Read my book. Here's this chapter. That's why I wrote that book. But then it's, then we start looking into, okay, what, what is happening? Is there an organ misfunction? Okay. So it was like, let me test these organs. Is there like an organ that's not working? Okay. So let's unpack that. Does it need nutrition? Is it, is it a toxin? Is it a pathogen? So is it a parasite, a virus, a bacteria? You know, is it um, chemicals, glyphosates, pesticides, herbicides? Is it mold? Is it candida? Like, you know, what, what is happening? Oh, I can't figure it out. Let me run a test of, you know, 4,000 things, genes, you know, toxins, vitamin deficient, like what is it that's causing this and then repair that. Um, and then we get into this whole thing that we call emotions. So we are energetic beings, 
right? So every one of our cells are made up of atoms and atoms are just energy, 99.99999%. We have energy all around us. We have the main chakras. We have chakras here and here and here. And like, all, you know, it's like our chakras an issue. Is it forgiveness? Is it, you know, you, you, you're not, you're not grateful for anything. You know, like if God didn't create us, we couldn't breathe. Like let's reprogram that, you know, is it past trauma? Is it, um, you know, is it like bad energy on you? Like you got to get rid of that. And let me find out why you're, you know, you have these, you know, dark attachments. What is happening? Like, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of unpacking all these pieces. Um, and when, but like, as a practitioner, we just do that for them. If they want to know, like, like I'll tell people like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This, you know, here's what's going on. Most the people that are successful, are like, Oh, that's cool. I get it. Thank you. Like, and then we just move on instead of them thinking they have to unpack all that. Cause it's, it's super overwhelming. Like if you told like, you know, if, if I was a female, and I wanted to get pregnant and I didn't know anything about anatomy or physiology or how the body works. Um, I would be happy to be like, yeah, tell me what to do. Totally. Yeah. Instead of like, look at all this crap you have and you have to deal with it. That's, yeah. I find that's whether you like medical gaslighting or whatever, it's like, you just get dumped this information and be like, sorry, we don't have anything for you. And it's like, thank you. Like, what do I do with this now? Right. There's so much anxiety around yeah, or they're told they were crazy. I had a guy, uh, I felt bad. He, um, three years ago, I told him you have a mold exposure in your house. Um, so I asked the question and I said, look, you could you could take these empty mason jars, put them all over your house, label them. The, the spores will just go into it and I'll ask if there's mold in the jar. Um, to make a long story short, he, he comes in for like two months, starts feeling better, never takes care of the mold, comes back like three months later, Hey, did you take care of the mold? Nope. I'm building this barn. I got all this money in this barn. I'm like, look at, put the barn on hold. Like, so now fast forward three years, still you see him, he's gone. Cause I get him better. You see him, he's gone. This time he's like out of his mind. Every doctor told me I'm crazy. I'm getting it put into the psych ward. He had some really dark, dark energy on him. Um, you know, we cleared it and it changed him immediately. And so he was like throwing away everything in the house. He was ripping out the cabinets he was, and there was all mold. And I knew something was wrong because he emailed me and he said, Hey, I'm not, I cancel my next appointment. Um, I got sick from the vinegar I was cleaning the mold with, which I never told him to use the vinegar to clean the mold with. I gave him the stuff to use. And I said, okay, I'm just worried about you. Like if you need me, just call the office and we'll get, we'll, we'll find you an appointment. Yeah, we'll get you in. We'll get you in. And I'm like, I, I hope you're okay because this is a little concerning, you know, like, yep. you, know, you care about people and you, 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 you work with them. Like, you know, I care about you, dude. It's not like, I don't totally, want Yeah. There's a transaction. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he, he, he messaged me and came back in and I, I tested him and I'm like, your mold's way too high. You, he's been, he was living in a, a hotel. I said, there's something wrong. And he had a, a, a bad attachment you know, I cleared that and the mold numbers were high and then they went low because it was that bad energy holding on to a lot of that energetic signature of mold. So we cleared that and I'm like, look, go back to your house. You've cleared most of it out. You know, tell these people to clear, you know, clean the cellar out, do what you can, open the windows at night, run a, you know, you know, run your air purifier, you're going to be fine. You know, so it's a lot of times when we're looking at weight loss or anything, it's these things that we just don't know about. And that we can't see. 
And I, you know, I'm stubborn. Like you tell me sometimes and I'm like, I didn't hear it, you know? So sometimes if you, you have to work with people that can really just tell you like, Hey, I don't want to tell you this, but this is what's going on. Like, it's not benefiting me to tell you, you know, yeah. you got stuck on your body. Like, I don't, I don't even want to do that. That used to scare me when I first started doing that years ago. It's like, that's scary. I don't want to deal with that. But like, that's what we have to do to help people. Yep. So you, yeah. Say- I mean, that's what I love about SoCore in the community is like, it's not necessarily for practitioners. Cause I feel like I became a such better practitioner since becoming a SoCore practitioner with all the education and learning. And I mean, I dove in, dove into the back end and learned everything that I could, you know, all the videos, but it's yeah. just like, it's not what you want to hear. It's what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, you just need it. I don't want to tell people things either, you know, but it's like, Hey, you're going to have to stop drinking. Yeah. Uh, like you're just, I'd love to say that you can keep drinking 12 beers a night, but like, and your sperm quality is not going to be changed, but yeah. you know, I, I've had, oof, I've had a lot of those cases. I had a very interesting case of weight loss resistance. Um, and it was, I, I think it was Chernobyl. They were, they were a mile away from Chernobyl and I tested their radiation and I, I asked, it was, it wasn't actually the radioactive metals. It was actually radiation and it was really, really high. So I'm like, Hey, you got to like go distill water. We got to put you on these binders. Like his energy, you know, the energy was just like so tanked. And, um, you know, we turned that around pretty quickly. Uh, but he would have went his whole life, you know, suffering zero energy, zero sex drive, zero everything. Right. I mean, and it was just something that they don't test for. You know, nobody's testing for that stuff. Um, yep. That's why I'm in love with like energy medicine. Cause you, you could just test for so much. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I love your approach. It speaks to me as well. I have a hard time uh, cause I'm an Instagram person. I love connecting and I love helping and I have a lot of uh, resources that I provide, but ultimately I work with people one-on-one. That's how I know I can provide results. Otherwise it's like, Hey, if you want more information to, so you're not so overwhelmed by the internet, you could do this, but you know, can you cleanse parasites in a month course by yourself? Like unlikely, you know, can you un- mold or whatever? So I really appreciate that approach to custom because it's read the book. And then if you want to actually get some help and you've implemented all the stuff, then you're just going to go a lot further, a lot faster, right? When you already have the base. Yeah. 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 Tell and us about your book, where we can get it. And then. Yeah. yeah. So my book's been out. I, I did the second edition. It's um, this is like the newer one. I think I rewrote it during COVID, uh, but it's yeah. loss, not weight loss. It's on Amazon Kindle as Perfect. well. Um, I had it like a, like a bunch of local stores, but yeah, it's called it's fat loss now. Well, you know, just it covers the the basics of weight loss, and when when people understand the basics, then we then it it makes my job easier. So it's like, yeah, I don't need to. Co- uh, you're going to get way faster results because I'm going after like the things that you know really blood work can't find, right? And there's no blood work for you know radiation. They barely find parasites. You know, they barely test for they barely test for you know glyphosates, pesticides, herbicides. Unless you unless you spend you know five thousand dollars on blood work. So let, let's find that stuff. And then let me look into the emotional aspects because there's no, there's no blood work for that. And just, just remember that that's all we used to do um, mm-hmm. before, you know, all this um, Newtonian physics and stuff that, you know, that came where we're just taking chemicals and putting them in our mouth and calling it a pill. So um, blocking pathways and messing up people, <laughs> you know, there obviously there's reasons for some of that medicine, but it's just, it's so overused and, yeah. you know, 
I, I see, I think I saw 40 plus people this week and uh, not this week, last week, I'm, I'm Wednesday today. Uh, and I'll tell you like how many, every, almost every new person I went to that doctor and that doctor, they never told me nothing. And then I, they leave and I'm like, did you get your answers? They're like, yeah, you told me exactly what was happening. That's a good feeling. Like, even if I never see him again, it's like, here, this is what's happening. This is how you take care of it. You know, that's really enjoyable. For so sure. that's why I'm in love with energy medicine for sure. Yeah. I mean, I love, uh, I love taking people through the process. I hate when people say natural medicine doesn't work and I'm like, which part of it? And usually it's because you did a week or your workshop or whatever. And there was 200 people in it. And there was only two people who saw success who were already probably on the right. If you had 50 pounds to lose and you lost 10 because you stopped eating McDonald's three times a week instead of every day, like that's different versus someone who's putting in a lot of uh, work and effort. And that's the same for me in like fertility space. Like mm -hmm. if you get pregnant just by taking CoQ10, then you probably didn't need me. <laughs> Right. But, you know, just being deeper with people and creating connections. I, I vibe with that very much. So I appreciate you coming on. Do you have any like closing thoughts, any closing remarks besides the fact that we need, uh, I will be getting your book and I have a couple of people that I know will really benefit from that. So. Yeah, I love that. So, I, I mean, I always tell people that, you know, a trust in something higher than you, you know, I, I believe in God and I'm a Christian and it doesn't mean that you need to be, but you, you know, when you, when you, when I pass people, I ask um, the Holy Spirit to come through me and my testing. So I tell people like, um, trust in somebody higher you because higher than you understand what you're dealing with, understand, have full trust in your practitioner. And then you can work from your heart instead of your brain. Uh, and, and when you trust in a higher higher purpose and a higher reason, um, you'll get that guidance and you, you'll know exactly if you can quiet your mind. I mean, I think the worst thing to do is go on Dr. Google, you know, go on to the, you know, the the famous Instagram followers just pushing supplements have no idea. Like how many times, do you know, I, 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 I'll tell you, I could, I could pull out 50 files right now of people that did every parasite cleanser was, and they came in and they had so many parasites in their body. They're like, no way. I'm like, that parasite formula did nothing for the parasite that you have, like have someone test. Uh, but the, the bottom line is, you know, believe in God because God is there. God is good. God has created us. And um, you'll, you'll find the answers. That's, that's really the key. You'll find the person that you need to work with. Yeah. I love that. Thanks, Jack. That was awesome.